News listeners, this is Dan Cavallari, tech editor at Velo News, and I am sitting here with editorial director Ben Delaney. How are you today, Ben? Doing great, doing great. Talking right. about cool stuff that we have loved for a long time today. <laughs> there are jokes there. We're going to skip over those jokes. Leave that alone. I'm just going <laughs> to tee that up in your head and yeah. you can finish it if you like. Thank you. I'm going to take a silent moment to just tell all the horrible jokes in my own head. Uh, yeah, we're here to talk about uh, the keepers uh, in our lives. So we, you know, if you subscribe to our magazine, you know that uh, every month we do the feature, The Keeper. And The Keeper is basically the stuff that we have been riding for a long time, have uh, kept around because it's just performed so well uh, and have you know basically put it through the ringer. And so today we thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about uh, my keepers and, and Ben's keepers and kind of compare notes and see what makes a product a keeper and uh, what we love about it uh, and, and just sort of tell stories if there are any associated with it about you know, the, the experiences we've had with it. And, um, you know, just as an example, uh, y- you've, you've probably read in the magazine, uh, I've, I, I did a, a custom bike build from Merlin uh, last year. And that's a great example of a keeper. So I got SNS couplers on it. Uh, it's a versatile bike. It's going to travel with me all the time. Uh, it's a bike I'm going to keep for a very long time. And, and as as of right now, it's just been such a phenomenal purchase. Um, it's something I, I absolutely have no intention of ever letting go of. Sure. So that basically sums up the keeper, right? And so, uh, you know, as, as two guys who spend a lot of time riding the newest and the coolest and, you know, a lot of product comes in and out of here, some of it's really cool, but you know, it's not something we're necessarily interested in keeping in our garage, but there's all that stuff that, that comes through here that's, you know, we, we buy, or we just decide that this is something that I want to keep. Sure. Yeah. We crank through so much stuff and a lot of it's great. Uh, but you know, a common question that we all get, whether it's here at Val News or at other titles is, Hey, what do you like? What do you hold on to? And right. so, yeah, this episode we're going to jump into exactly that what we do hold on to and, and why all right so let's let's just jump right in Ben um, we've both picked five items that we would consider keepers and and to be fair you know I've written a lot of the keeper in the magazine so this might be repeat information on my end for some people still a story worth telling um, but Ben yours are all brand new so let's see what's your first your number one keeper so you you know you're talking about a beautiful Merlin titanium bike on one end of the price spectrum. Some of mine are on the other end of the price spectrum, but things that I use virtually every day. So for instance, got a Gore-Tex Windstopper cap I tuck under my helmet whenever it's cold. I use that pretty much every day, mm-hmm. commuting into work or just doing cold rides. Uh, you know, 30 bucks, something like this. Yeah, yeah. It's, can, can I see it? I want to see it. I want to see. You want to fondle the hat? Yeah, I want to see the the sweat and disgusting dirt. and yeah. Well, so it's, it's not a cap. There's no <laughs> bill on it. Right. I don't like caps with bills because it you know blocks the vision and then if you flip it up it doesn't feel right. So it's just a like a super thin beanie mm-hmm. with Gore's famous windstopper, yep. which is enough to keep the cold off, but not a big bulky thing. And it, you're not, it's not like a trash bag, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way a lot of um, windproof things are. So, right. yeah, that is a, a keeper, absolutely. It's funny. I have I have this very hat at home, and uh, I also just got uh, I don't even know what to call it, like a headband thing from Gore. Yep. It's really super thin, and it just covers my ears and my you know my forehead, and. I, I wouldn't call it a keeper yet, but I think I'm I'm pretty close because that thing is super low profile, and you know I get super cold ears on cold days. So yeah, that can make perfect. make all the difference. It's like gloves or not gloves. Of like, are you happy for a 90 minute ride or are you miserable? Right. Yeah, I've same. I've got a 
completely smoked out Pearl Zumi headband that's like that that yep. yeah, I've kept around forever. It's you know what, like five grams in your pocket. Right. There's no penalty to it, and you can right keeps you happy. So yeah, and, and Pearl Zumi had a good ad years back. It was about it for a different part of clothing. It was for thermal bibs, but mm-hmm. there's a picture of a donkey with a, a scarf on <laughs> with a big, dumb donkey grin. And the, the copy was, a warm ass is a happy ass. <laughs> and as a happy ass, I'm here to tell yeah. you that, yes, being warm makes <laughs> makes all the difference. Your ass is happy. And that's all that matters, really. All right. So that's a, that's a good start. Uh, and, you know, I think, I think the keeper does trend toward things like accessories and clothing. And on the same note, um, you know, Gore just got a good shout out. And, you know, before we started this, Ben and I did not compare we so this is a surprise for each of us great reveal so now i've showed you one of mine now you show me one of yours dan what do you got well okay so gore's gonna love this podcast because my shake dry yeah yeah i had that on my list but i whittled down i'm like i can't have two gore things so i'm glad you put it on yours yeah so i've got what i'm holding here for those you can't see it is a gore shake dry jacket uh, I got this one particular one at uh, Big Sugar uh, NWA Gravel. So oh, look how cool you are. I know I'm kind of a kind of a badass. Huh? But uh, yeah, it, I've gone through a couple of these, and not because they wore out, but just because uh, they land on my desk a lot, and uh, I cannot do without one at this point. They pack up small. In fact, there's like a pocket you can fold it in on yep. itself. Yep, yep. Um, but you can actually even pack it up smaller than that. I I, uh, I use like a, a, a hairband uh, to kind of pack it up really small. It fits right in my my jersey pocket. I can take it anywhere. And man, th- this thing is killer when there's any sort of moisture <laughs> coming down from the sky. Even in just cold weather, it's just a nice layer to have. Oh yeah, it's incredible. And the the big thing about that is is the size because yeah. like the performance of a gore piece has been around for a few years. Yeah. But usually it it's a like a, almost like a casual jacket type right, of thing right. where, yeah, it's great when you're wearing it, but when you're going to take it off, where are you going to put this thing? Right, right. Um, and it, I, I purposely brought the, the big sugar labeled one because when I got that one, it was downpours in Arkansas. I mean, right. just relentless. I mean, so with you guys did a recon on the course. We did. Yeah. We, so we went to Bentonville this past October and did a recon of the upcoming NWA gravel, the big sugar gravel. And it just poured from the moment we left until the moment we stopped. Uh, and it, you know, I was soaked through everywhere. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the, the shake dry was an indispensable layer. I mean, in that point, you know, you're, you're getting wet. It's, it's unavoidable. Um, but in that sense, it was nice to just have a layer that, you know, was protecting me from the wind too, to keep me, keep me warm. Yeah. Uh, that's the only way I survived that ride. Yeah. So definitely a worthwhile purchase, uh, for you know, it's pricey. Like, like it let's is. be, let's yeah. be honest, but it, oh, may, yeah. it may very well be the last you know, emergency layer you need to buy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so coming up, I mean, by the time this podcast will have run, it will be in the past, but, uh, old man winter rally is Sunday and it's, you know, highest forecast for, Oh, like a balmy 28 or something right. like this. Yeah. Uh, and part of that course is a lot of uphill. Most likely will be on foot, like cyclocross style. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you don't want to be wearing a jacket because it's really hot, but for most of the rest of the day, including the morning, it's going to be freezing. So right. that is that shake dry jacket is absolutely going with me yeah. Yeah. as a warmth piece, and yeah. it packs down very tightly for the for the sweaty uphill pieces. It's, it's pretty much the best stowable layer that yeah. I've ever used. All right, let's let's move on from Gore. Yeah, uh, I've got here on the desk a couple SPD SL pedals, Shimano Road pedals. These things are indestructible in my estimation. Uh, sure, they're not the lightest. You can get a speed play pedal for 120 grams or something like this. Shimano's more in the range of you know 250 for Ultegra, 
maybe 220, something like this for Dura-Ace. Um, but I just love it because it lasts and lasts, and like a lot of Shimano stuff, it just lasts forever. It's not the, the shiniest or the sexiest. It's just sure. super durable. Mm-hmm. So for me, that I've got a few sets of these. That's just the go-to for all the, all the test bikes and my personal bikes. Yeah, and one of the the nifty things, uh, I'm kind of a recent convert to these pedals, uh, and one of the things I like about them is they come in a plus four millimeter spindle length. Uh, so for me, you know, having that wider Q factor mm. uh, is is much more um, comfortable for me. And so it's, it's a nice option to have. And yeah, you're right. They're just indestructible. Uh, I'm not graceful always getting in my pedals, <laughs> like, especially at stoplights for some reason. It's very embarrassing as somebody who's been riding for 20 some odd years. Um, yeah, and they've been pretty bomb proof. So they're, I'm, I'm stoked on those for sure. Uh, and, and just having the option of the, the plus four spindle width without having to, you know, change anything or, or, you know, rebuild or, you know, readjust. It's just, it's just an option you can buy. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, very plug and play. Nice. Yeah. For all of our selections, you can look at the story on velanews.com, or if you're listening in SoundCloud, it just in the body text to jump to links to see what we're talking about. That's right. So, what's your next one, Dan? All right, my next one. Let me just reach down here. Okay, so one of the things that we test a lot of are GPS computers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben just held up his too. <laughs> we have the same one in our hands, uh, so we're overlapping here a little bit. That's good. That's a good thing, right? Um, it's it's confirmation. So what we're holding here is the Wahoo Element Bolt, uh, and I chose it. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> this is this is this goes everywhere with me, and we test a lot of computers. This is uh, end up my favorite for a few reasons. Uh, first is the size. Yep. It's kind of the perfect size. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's small enough that, you know, I can toss it in a backpack. I can take it traveling, but it's big enough that I can still read it. Uh, it has everything I need, which is, you know, the basic functions, uh, that you expect from a GPS computer. The navigation is decent. Uh, the screens are customizable. It's super intuitive to use. Uh, and the app is actually quite easy to use as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it gets almost everything right. Uh, which, you know, I, I really, I've, beat this thing to death and use it everywhere all over the world so yeah same here mine's scuffed up from when i laid it down and slid into a guardrail in the the dolomites a few months ago but yeah yeah it's stupid easy to use yeah you know so uh i took took it traveling because someone sends you a route and on your phone and you can get it from your phone to your bolt without having to go find a computer and a cable and all this right uh when you're like at uh we were at Frostbike the other day, riding back, used the phone just to test uh, route. Mm-hmm. And about 95% of the time, it's the route that I would choose myself. Sure. Um, and again, just using your phone, which you're accustomed to using all the time for the for the thumbing in of the right. information, send it to the bolt, off you go. Yeah, yeah the, the black and white uh, isn't quite as crisp as... Uh, a color screen mm-hmm. like the you know Garmin's offerings or even um, the new Element Room, which is bigger. Yeah. But for me, like that's uh, the extra cost isn't necessarily worth right. that small difference. Right. Um, and this checks in at about two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh, and I, boy, I remember it wasn't too long ago. I was working in a bike shop, and you know the the entry level for computers like this was five hundred. So mm-hmm. you know you're, you're getting it's not cheap, but you're definitely getting a lot of value for your money here. Um, and you know it also integrates with other Wahoo products. I mean, you can you can use this uh, on indoors, really, uh, on your your Wahoo Kicker and things like that. So there's sure. there's integration. It's it's really nifty. They really thought this out. Yeah. I think pretty well. Yeah, yeah. The integration's super super nice. Like yeah. that uh, 
SRAM bike with Force ETAP. It was testing. Mm-hmm. You know, just add sensor, bink, and a couple button presses, and you've got a gear visual in, visual gear indicator there on the thing. Yeah, uh, you've got battery life information. Right. Um, with just yeah, a couple presses. So there's a lot of computers that do cool stuff, but often you have to work for it. Yes. Yes. And being a lazy person, I appreciate <laughs> the bolt doing a lot of the work for me. Yes. And, yes. You know, so you know, just dumped in a a set of workouts. Uh, from Coach Frank Overton here, yeah. um, you know, plan that I've had in training, plan, training peaks for years. Yeah. Uh, set that up to go. Mm-hmm. Turned on the computer and just each each day's workout just pop yeah. pops up as the first thing you see when you when you turn it on in the morning. Sure. So it, again, like nothing. I wasn't even thinking about doing that. It just does a lot of the work for you. So. Right, right. Well done, Wahoo. Yeah, and I just want to just really quickly hold yours up again. Let me see. Uh, I definitely win the color the color wars here. I think I yes, guess. Dan's is pink, yeah, a very bright pink, <laughs> and and mine is is a racing red yeah, with, racing with red. some scuffs on the tops and sides from that just means you're laying the it. bike over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got a good story to tell. All right, what's your next one, Ben? Well, uh, it was going to be this one, but so we'll, we'll skip ahead. <laughs> My list went from five to four. I gotcha. Uh, pairing with this, uh, stages power meter, the mm. left only crank. Uh, I've got a Shimano version and a SRAM version, so when Test bikes come in. I'll often, you know, pop off the stop crank, put on the stages power meter crank, uh, and for me, the left only power is plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's not the the level of minutia of left right data that you could get from a dedicated left right meter, which stages also makes, um, but it's good enough, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, for training and racing and uh, just general navel gazing. Yeah, that's plenty. And like the bolt, it's just easy, mm-hmm. you know, just a couple bolts. Uh, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the app uh, calibrates it quickly, or it can be calibrated with a, a bolt or a Garmin or a status unit, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it just works, yeah, uh, very easily with mm-hmm. uh, minimal fuss. So that's something that I've been using for a few years. And they they just recently announced for all you you gravel fiends, uh, they just recently announced the GRX. They, they have a GRX option. Uh, and for mountain bikers out there, such as myself, uh, there's an XT and an XTR version. The XT version just landed on my desk today. Sweet. So I'm stoked. I wanted to check that out and do a, a review on that uh, in the very near future. You, you can also send in your cranks two stages, mm-hmm. and they can install a meter or meters. Yep. on them and return them to you. So that's another option. Yeah, and they're they're based here in Boulder, Colorado. So if you happen to be in town, you know, go breathe on the glass and, and pressure them into getting your power meter through faster. Yeah, you can also show up <laughs> on uh, Tuesdays for Turned Up Tuesdays, twelve yeah. fifteen in the parking lot. The hardest ride, hands down, yes. in this area. Yeah, yeah. I get dropped from that on the on the regular. I, I get dropped before I show up. So. That's, uh, all right. So while we're while we're still uh, grouping things together, so we you know we had the Wahoo Element Bolt and the stages uh, power meter that sort of really pairs really nicely with it. I have one that's also related. Uh, I have here my aha aha yes my K Edge uh, computer mount yes, and this one in particular is um, is designed specifically to work with the Element Bolt. Yep. Uh, so for those of you who are not familiar, the K Edge computer mounts are all CNC machined. Uh, a lot of times, the, you know, basically every computer at this point comes with a mount included. And usually they're lousy. They're really, or they're, yeah. they're meh. They're, they're meh. Right. They run the spectrum from meh to lousy. They're, I would yeah. say. Yeah. They're like, they're like low fat vanilla. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I, this gives you the fat, you know, it's the good stuff. Um, so they're all CNC machined. They're super solid. 
and uh, they're also super easy to install. It's a yeah. single single bolt. Uh, these things are, are bomb proof. Like I, I can't count how many times I've knocked it or you know dropped it or whatever. It holds your computer super solid. You're not going to get any vibrations. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Uh, I mean, it looks really classy and yes. cool on your bike. You're gonna, you're, and in the last few years, I mean, you've just seen a ton of pro riders and pro teams using these, and that's not by by accident. I mean, it's just, it's a matter of of making sure that you are not going to lose your expensive computer uh, on yeah. your on your ride. I I, mean, I'm going to take issue with this. Uh oh, I'm taking issue. Take but first, issue. First, yeah, the agreement. Like the larger the computer gets, the the uh, better. A rigid platform is so for instance for the element Rome the larger one mm-hmm. uh, just in testing that it seems like there's the button press isn't quite as positive as it is on the bolt right and I think some of that's the computer design and I think a larger part is the supporting platform right uh, and it's, there's some give to it there so like going to Frostbike the other mm-hmm. day with, with gloves on that made it yeah a little frustrating for the button press but my issue with the this particular one which is for the bolt okay is there is no mount on the bottom option. So mm-hmm. whether you want to run a light or a GoPro, mm-hmm. that is not there. Right. Uh, and the same thing can be said for the stock mm-hmm. uh, element bolt and element roam option. So yeah. So uh, a, a minor little nit to yes. pick, but it, there I, it is. I was actually just chatting with the folks at K Edge at Frostbike, yep. and I think there is a way to do it. Uh, they were saying at least we, mm. you know, it was a, it was a trade show. So it was like a you know, very quick rush conversation, but I think there is a way to do it. Mm, we'll have to look at that. Cause I was, yeah, I was talking to them yeah. there also. And they said, yeah, yeah, no, that's, it may involve the CNC you know, aer- machine. Aerodynamic <laughs> aerodynamics is the, is one yeah. of the quasi selling points with okay. this. All right. Uh, so I don't know if that's Wahoo right. wanting to keep that svelte look. The svelte, yeah. It is nice. It is a, a my very current, nice look. My yeah. current svelte look for the, the bike I've got for this weekend's yeah. race is a bolt mount on top and then a cage mount yeah. for the GoPro underneath, underneath the thing, yeah. which is less than spelled. Less than spelled, yes. And and it's also worth mentioning that uh, I think it was a Eurobike. Um, K-Edge did release a Wahoo Element Roam-specific mount, mm-hmm. uh, just in case that's the computer you're running. And that is, I, I would say, hands down, if you, if you have that computer, it is absolutely a worthwhile investment to get that more stable platform. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, Ben, what do you got next? Next up, Pro Gold Pro Link Lube. Ooh, yes, yes, Pro Gold. It's, you know, I was just looking at the, uh, the chain lube uh, uh, friction test that we did a while back, you know, tested, I don't know how many dozen lubes, and even there was some olive oil in there yeah, just yeah. for uh, resistance, you know, uh, done by the good folks at Fritch- Friction Facts. Mm-hmm. Had a little friction saying, Friction Facts. <laughs> uh, Point is, Pro Gold did not score super well on that. Mm. Uh, it's a little more drag than some of the others, but I don't care. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 1.5 watts. <laughs> what I do care about, again, to my uh, lazy comment earlier, is it is a cleaner and a lubricant in one. So you mm-hmm. put on a bunch of the stuff, let it sit, and then spin your chain backwards with the rag. Yep, keeps it clean. Yep. So for for those reasons, I've been using this stuff for years. Yeah. Also, it's like nine bucks a bottle. So, right. um, you know, there's the rock and roll gold, which uh, has similar functionality of the dual lube and cleaner. Yep. Um, 
operations that stuff's great it's also more than twice as much yes. so yeah the pro gold was uh was absolutely uh the go-to lube when i was working in shops mm. uh for for several shops i mean i've worked at shops all across the country and, huh. uh huh. that was always the go-to so i mean obviously it, yeah okay so it may not be the fastest lube for 99.9 percent .9 of us that really does not matter i mean how many I mean, raise your hands at home how many of us forgot to clean our chain the last time we even went out for a ride i mean so there's your watts right there i mean it doesn't yeah. it just doesn't matter to yes. a lot of people yeah for sure and and, and that big chart that we ran based mm -hmm. on the friction facts is on perfectly clean right setups yes which is not real world for like I, you say the vast yeah. majority of us so a cleaner chain yeah with slightly slower lube will always be faster yes. than a dirty chain with, yeah. you know, like a UFO. I, uh, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I don't believe that clean chains actually exist. I don't think I've ever seen one. <laughs> even <laughs> not they, on my bikes. Even when they come out of the bag, they're covered in goop. Yeah, you the know, sticky, they, yeah. the booger stuff. Yeah, yeah, the muck. Yeah, I hate that stuff. Ugh. Yeah, so that's, right. that is the end of my list. Oh, man, you're already at the end? Well, yeah, you, you cut out my bolts, so yeah. my five to four. So what do you got? Oh, I got more. I got, right. I got lots. Of, so, you know, I, I have lots of toys, so uh, I have plenty to share. Um, one is actually a pretty recent addition. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe this, this doesn't quite count as a keeper yet because I haven't had it long enough. But I've had it for, I don't know, six months. Okay. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. Okay. Sure, sure. My next keeper is the Knight Rider Sentry Arrow Light. Hmm. It's big. All right. So as, as a rear light goes, it's, it's pretty big. Um, it, but it's cool be, to me because, um, first of all, it's got like this little arrow shape. So it kind of works in conjunction with your arrow, you know, seat post. And it kind of makes a svelte look. Uh, this is reducing the drag on your, on your bike. Yeah, yeah that makes up for my dirty chain. Makes up for my dirty, my chronically dirty chain. Um, the cool thing about it, and I'm blasting this in your face right now, is uh, it's really bright. But also, if you look from the side, it's casting out light on the side. So you get a pretty big uh, advantage of visibility here, and I'm all about being visible on the road. This thing blasts light too. Uh, I mean, I've seen this thing from well behind, uh, and it, you know, you're you're getting a lot of light here. It's super easy to swap from bike to bike, uh, and it even fits on you know arrow seat posts to a certain point anyway, because it's got this stretchy, easy to use uh, uh, strap. Uh, yeah, so blasting out light to the sides, I think that part's vital because yeah, any light will point backwards so if a car is coming behind you they can right. see you uh i live in a college area and there's a lot of kids that'll have a tiny little blinker mm -hmm. maybe something <laughs> yeah, right, right. that when you're directly behind them uh, yes you can see but if you're sitting at a stop sign yeah. and they're coming perpendicular to you they're mm -hmm. all but invisible until they're in your headlights so right right uh, yeah perpendicular visibility is is valuable, I think. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, at first glance, you know, when I, I did review this, and, you know, you can read the review, just uh, we'll, we'll have the, the link here in SoundCloud or in, in Vela, on Vela News. Uh, you know, the, when I first looked at it, I was like, man, this thing is big. I don't want to put something that big and dorky on my bike. Um, but honestly, you know, it's it's not heavy. It's not uh, so, so, so bulky that you even really notice it's there on your bike. Uh, and and it's, its profile's pretty thin. So it does tuck pretty nicely behind a seat post. Um, I, I don't go anywhere without this anymore. Uh, I have lots of lights. This is so far my favorite. Does it give you any indication as to when battery is running low? I mean, that's one thing that I've liked and disliked about big lights is uh, having some sort of indication. I need to plug this in instead of just yeah, yeah. finding out. On the road. On the road. Oopsies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I actually don't know the answer to that question because uh, I am 
obsessive about plugging my lights in when I get back from a ride because mm. I, I really do dislike getting out on the road and finding out that it's not working. Um, I will find out and I will add it to the article. All right. So you will know the answer to that question, even though I do not right now. Got one more for us? Oh, yeah. I, got, I could go all day. <laughs> all right. This is, this is my next one. Uh, let, me see if I can, let me see if I can do this without this being mounted on a bike. Hello. Yeah. Wait, it's still going. Still going. Still going. All right. It's still going. We'll let this go for a little while. This, uh, this bell is the spur cycle uh, bell. And it, this thing is the loudest, the clearest. Uh, the, it's the most beautiful bell you've so, ever heard. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's, the resonance on that. It's, <laughs> it's got so much resonance. Uh, it, it's... It, again, this is another one that, you know, it's pricey and it's a bell. And you're like, wow, it's spent a lot of money on a bell. Come on. Yeah. I mean, those things come free with somebody. Ding it again. Yeah, this, thing, this is why you're spending so much money on it. We won't have the rest of the podcast. We're just going to listen to this. It's a beauty. So you say it's expensive. Put yeah. a price on this guy. Uh, oh, man. Now you're really messing with me. Look oh, put a price in the text. Then. Oh, in the text. There okay. Are. You guys are you making me unprepared. Um, yeah, so th this this has been another one that I put on all my bikes. And, and part of the reason is, uh, A, it's beautiful visually. Uh, it looks cool. It doesn't look like a big dumbbell. Uh, the, the sound is beautiful, too. And more, than, more importantly than that, uh, people actually can hear it. Uh, you know, I spend a lot of time, so I live in Arvada and I often ride out to Golden and a lot of that riding is on, uh, paths, bike paths, uh, to get out to the fun climbs. And I've had lots of bells where I'll ding it, ding it, ding it, and nobody hears it or moves. And yep. a lot of that is, you know, earbuds. This thing is so crystal clear and so loud and lasts so long that people actually hear the thing, <laughs> which to me, you know, that should be a no brainer, right? You should be able to hear the bell. This thing is, is just, is perfect, uh, in that sense. And it can tuck pretty neatly on your handlebars. Yeah. Usually it's one or the other where you can have a nice svelte compact design mm -hmm. that doesn't make a lot of noise right. or something that's loud and looks rather ridiculous exactly. on a road bike or mountain bike. Yeah. So, I mean, this doesn't look like something that belongs on a beach cruiser. You know, right. this is something I would put on my, my high end, my, I'll put it on my Merlin in there fact, you go. Uh, even when I'm traveling. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a beauty. It's definitely worth the investment. Uh, I've had this for almost five years now and I swap it from bike to bike. It's also pretty easy to swap. There's a really nifty, uh, metal strap, uh, that just sort of slots in and then you just, there's a single screw and you tighten it down. It's super quick, super easy. Um, yeah, yeah it's pretty. Yeah. And it's pretty nice. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. I, I appreciated the format of, of not knowing who was going to show what, even yeah. if we got some overlap there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and this, this is something that will continue. I mean, we, we get, like I said, we get so many stuff, so much stuff. I've, and if you've read the magazine, you've probably read about the Bont Vapor S shoes that mm -hmm. I, I beat, uh, I beat on my, my Jan to seat bag that I have, have had since, uh, I bought this in uh, 1999. Nice. Still use it. Nice. Um, so, you know, there's, there's definitely uh, plenty of, of keepers that, you know, are never going to leave my stable. Uh, and so it's been fun to kind of, you know, reminisce a little bit about uh, the stuff that's really stood the test of time. Yeah. And you can certainly look into upcoming issues for other such things. Like yes. I had, you know, specialized power saddle was one of mine in a recent issue. Yes. And actually this, this recent issue was the, the first keeper from our, our uh, new senior editor, Betsy Welch. So 
pick that up to see what she had to say. If you you guys have questions about this podcast or any of the podcasts we here at Velo News put out into the atmosphere, please do feel free to tweet at me, at Brown Tie Dan, or find me on Instagram at that very same handle. And you can find Ben Delaney on Instagram at Ben underscore Delaney. (laughs) <laughs> and on uh, Strava as at Bendelini as well, correct? Yes, sir. All righty. Uh, and as always, if you have suggestions uh, for topics you'd love us for us to cover here on the Tech Podcast, don't be shy. Uh, definitely hit me up on the on the the, uh, the Twitter bot, and uh, we will see if we can make that happen for you. Ben, thank you for joining me. My pleasure. Happy writing, folks. <laughs>